Workforce planning is getting smarter and it's getting shorter. I'm reading this amazing article by uh, by Jean McDonald. I believe she is a president and executive with Corn Ferry, a, a business consultant consultancy firm. And what she decided to do was she decided to expand on some thoughts around why workforce planning is getting smarter and shorter around a few different focuses. I want to lock in on one particular focus that I really agree with. So traditionally, years and years and years ago, right, a lot of people from a workforce planning perspective would look at things on a three-year basis. I, I'm young enough slash old enough to remember that. From what I've been told, and I am not a very old man, I don't personally remember this, but from what I've been told, organizations used to do workforce planning five years out, seven years out, 10 years out, right? Um, but I do remember about six years ago, four years ago, five years ago, um, seven years ago, I do remember three years sprints, right? Set a plan for three years. Then I remember when things were shifting a little bit, it dropped down to like 18 months. But now I'm seeing, and now I agree with that, companies really need to be like in startup mode where three months, four months, six months at best can be the timelines of your workforce development plan and your workforce planning. And so what she went on to explain is that the use of AI and predictive analytic tools and processes are going to help define the right roles, the right skills, the right the right focuses, the right alignment. And I couldn't agree more. The work that I'm doing here with Almas Insight, the work that I've been seeing across the board locks in on this to a certain degree that I haven't seen before. Right. It's such a it's such a, a clean, neat glove, because if you think about what organizations typically do as they plan their workforce, they're looking at the behaviors that they need contextual to the goals that they're setting out. They're looking at goals, they're looking at KPIs, they're looking at OKRs, they're looking at initiatives, they're looking at budget, they're looking at what the, what's happening in the market. They're looking at new strategic initiatives and plans and restructuring and reshuffling and internal mobility and career mapping and recruiting. They're looking at all these different things. But what we've noticed from the pandemic, what we've noticed from the recession, what we've noticed from the Black Lives Matter movement, what we've noticed from the political situation, what we've noticed from the uptick in entrepreneurial endeavors, from just human beings in the workforce, period, what we've noticed from how technology has, how, yeah, how technology has increased the speed of competitors in certain markets where we never thought this company over here would be able to catch us. We're at a hundred million. Now, next thing you know, an 18 month window of time because of whatever technology or, or, or integration or whatever they decided to do or whatever relationships they had. Next thing you know, they're on our heels within six months, within seven months, they're doing 50 million, 40 million, 60 million, right? They had, they're, they're significantly funded. So what I think has been happening for a multitude of reasons. That workforce planning period of time has now been stringed down to, in my personal opinion, quarterly, four-month, five-month sprints. So as an organization, you're looking at your internal mobility, 
You're looking at your recruiting needs. You're looking at your product. You're looking at your innovation. You're looking at your marketing. You're looking at your comms. You're looking at your budget. You're looking at everything in a three to four to five month sprint. And at the end of each and every three to four or five months, you're, re, you're renegotiating with yourself. You're, re, you're reestablishing things. You're making new plans. You're, you're, you're redlining those old plans and plugging in new initiatives. You're, you're, you're changing focuses. You're changing, you're changing strategic initiatives. You're changing the priorities on the dime based off your... What's been happening, unfortunately, is there's, there's a lot of reacting and not enough proactive efforts and initiatives being made. And so I think what's happening, what she explained, and I agree, from an AI predictive analytic perspective, you can you can try to analyze some trends to stay at top of the game, which I'll agree with. But on top of all of that, and where it almost kicks in, if you can't stay on top of it from a predictive perspective, proactive perspective, if you're going to be reactive, then what you at least can do is when that three to four month period of time comes and there are some changes that are going to be me- that are going to be needed, you can at least leverage and utilize AI. You can at least leverage and utilize measuring tools like Almas Insight to give you the insights you need about the people you have. So let's say using a reactive frame of mind, you as an organization are deciding to go in a completely different direction with your product with the way that you roll out your product from a communications perspective and the skills you need to do so. Let's say that's what happens. You may look at the cognitive abilities you need. You may look at the emotional variables you need. You may look at the interactive and social variables that you need. You may look and and to get deep into those categories, you may look at, okay, we need a group of members in these teams to be incredibly more curious. We need a heightened expectation, a heightened deliverable of curiosity. And what does that mean? Okay, we need the marketing team, the sales team, the PR team to uncover new ideas and new perspectives and new ways to go to market, new ways to communicate this new product. We need our our product team to be very, very stable right now, to remain balanced in difficult situations because there are a lot of difficult situations that are coming because there's so much unknown. We We need our... We need our engineers to stay open-minded, right? To, to embrace and be excited about new ideas and also to be excited about new people. We need, we need our sales teams to be incredibly ethical, make decisions that are thoroughly from the lens of analyzing and respecting the ethical consequences, as well as being strategic enough to not bend the rules, not break the rules because a lot of potential other companies, competitors are doing that. We need our teams to have high levels or heightened levels of awareness, you know, identify the impact of their emotions. Like, so the point of what I'm trying to say is if you're going to be changing every four to six months, you do have to have a way, a technology, a tool, a process to be able to make sure the people that you currently have and the behaviors that they have naturally or the behaviors that you want them to have are aligned with the technical, aligned with the objective, aligned with the, the focus of where the company's going to go. Because again, your sales strategy, your product strategy, your marketing strategy, your team needs, all things could change on a dime within six months. And so you have to have a way to measure and understand that the people you have now are aligned and the best people to be connected to those goals. 
to be connected to these new initiatives. And along those six months, until you get ready for your next six months where another pivot could come, you need to consistently be testing, consistently be measuring for alignment, consistently be making sure that who you have right now is connected thoroughly from a alignment perspective, an optimal alignment perspective to where you want to go. So I couldn't agree more that the, the workforce development and the workforce planning timeline is getting smarter, is getting shorter, is getting faster. Um, and I definitely, again, TA, TA you know, professionals definitely could use this. A lot of leaders of departments can definitely use this from an alignment perspective. Because at the end of the day, the tool is not used to say, oh, you're not aligned. Oh, you don't have enough. You know, you don't have enough drive. You don't have enough inclusivity. You don't have enough of a challenging background or need. You, you don't have enough um, ways to respond to other emotional needs of others. You don't have enough curiosity. You're not decisive enough. You're out of the company. No, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is we want to measure your behaviors. We want to measure what you have. We want to make sure that we understand you as a professional the best to put you in the position. So if that means for this new initiative for the next four months, we need to reshuffle your workflow, reshuffle your expectations and reshuffle what's on your plate and bring someone else in to partner with you to take on some of these new initiatives that can meet our four month sprint, then that's what we have to do. So I couldn't agree more that AI, technology, systems, processes that can measure behavior, that can measure capability, that can measure skills, that can measure your people, that can measure what you need to be conducive and aligned to where you're going is incredibly important. So as always, just a few thoughts, just a few perspectives. We'll talk soon.